Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, just wanted to start off today before we jump into the podcast, just to tell you uh, how much I I love reading all your comments and stuff. So thank you for all the Facebook comments and and on Instagram and all that jazz. You guys are it just it feels good. Um, I didn't jump into it a lot on this podcast, but I want to give you an update. I wrote a script. And I haven't written a script in a long time. And this script means a lot to me because there's a lot of passion. And I, 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 I shouldn't say this with cockiness, but I say it with confidence. I know this is very good. And I, and I, and I want to write a couple more. And I finally just gave it to someone I trust as far as a writer, a producer, I'll just give you the update because I know you guys keep asking me about it. The update is, uh, over the break, they read it, really liked it, and we're gonna get into it more and more. But I can tell you this, I, I plan by the summertime to have some cool script stuff, whether it's, uh, a series or, or a film or whatever, something is going to be at least done, at least a script done. And I love this way of doing it. I'm not going to lie to you. I love this way of doing it. The fact that there's no, there's no timetable, there's no pressure, no one knows what it is. It's, it just feels good. And when it's ready, boom, be ready to go. So I just want to give you that little update. There is new dates coming. So check officialjimbrewer.com. Uh, for new dates that will be released pretty soon. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. I hope you had a great New Year's. Check out the new podcast because um, it begins uh, right now. Interesting. The more and more I sit there and I go, I'm going to start really admiring moments. You know, you take your phone. I'm sure a lot of you over the holidays, you were filming something, someone opening a present or whatever it was. You had your camera out and you're filming the situation. You were at a show. You would it. I have to say, the more and more I don't do that, the more vivid the memory becomes for me. I have such vivid moments of where I just was with D, and I have so many vivid memories of when I didn't have my phone out or my camera with my kids growing up, playing in the yard, playing on the trampoline, running through the house, trying to scare them, playing hide and seek, and making me be the boogeyman. And uh, <clears throat> a lot. I used to film a lot, but more for to put on website and stuff. But just in general, enjoying the moment, the memories are very vivid. Very, very vivid. So, I guess what I was getting with that was... The more I try to stay in touch... Like, for instance, I, I am so tapped out of news... 
and I already told you, politics, I mean, tapping out as hard as I can. It's it's pretty much impossible. It really is because it's everywhere. I mean, I went to go get breakfast yesterday and they have it playing over the counter. And I asked them, can you please not have news on while we eat breakfast? Like, what channel? I said, well, just turn it off. If you're in here having breakfast with your mother, your friend, your whatever, you don't need to be entertained by television. If you can't entertain your own thoughts or whoever you're with, you don't have to sit there and entertain the whole time. You can just think. You just have a conversation. You can't if you if you can't enjoy sitting down having a bagel. Without something blaring above you, we, you've lost it. You're 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 losing what you're naturally born with. Just your nature, your human nature to be creative, to want to talk to someone. It trust me, it's there. It's really there. And my kids came home from uh, the cruise, and the first. You know, they say, oh, it was great, blah, blah, blah. And then they say, hey, did you hear what? Did you hear what happened? You know, they're talking about a news event. And I went, I, oh, you know, everyone's talking about World War, World War III. And I went, listen, listen. You, that, that's, would, <laughs> doesn't anyone see fear that's shoved down your throat 24-7? I said, you know what? I'll worry about it because right now I can't worry about it. I will worry about it when someone's on my doorstep with a missile or, or they want in my house to take my girls, my wife, me. They want to kill us. They want to enslave, whatever. I can't worry about it right now. I'm a 52-year-old man. I'm not going to sit there and go, Oh my God, you see what's going on? Oh my God, this is going to happen. Oh my God, that's what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen anywhere, anytime, even while you listen to this. You don't even know where this is going. I'll tell you the, the extreme of the madness. I made a video. If you go on my Instagram or if you go on Facebook, You'll see I made a video. And the video, it's basically, I say, it's, um, there's a picture of me. I just came out of training. I'm training. And when I say training, training for baseball. I've been pitching um, a lot, working my arm because I go to a Mets fantasy camp January 10th through the 18th. <clears throat> and I want to pitch. And I want to pitch good. And I want to come back and make all of you proud. Going, how you do, Brewer? So I came out of that place and I made a video. It was the same night that one of the New York Mets. Yeah, I love baseball. I love the Mets. I think most of you know that by now. Um, something came out about one of the Mets, how he got hurt with a wild boar. So I come out and make a video of this baseball place. And I say, hey, this guy, Tony Peralta, he's a great pitching coach. And he works at In the Zone and... Uh, Mount Olive, and it's a great place, and I'm ready to come down to Florida, and this Met fell in a hole, and I hope everyone's well, and talk to you soon. That was it, okay? Posted that sucker. Now, you can watch it yourself. Do yourself and watch yourself. If you t and you're going to tell me 
that people in this day and age are not viciously brainwashed, not not ba- viciously brainwashed, constantly looking for a battle because it's shoved in your face, fear and confrontation, non-stop. You can't make this up, ready? The person writes, all right, so here, I'm going to read some other ones, you know. Um, Hey, I'm a Braves fan. Um, Mets have no chance this year. Let's not forget tripping over the sidewalk. sidewalk. Remember that, Brewer? Um, You know, so you get the idea what the... Uh, you get the idea of what most of the things are about. Yankees are the only real team. Um, let's go Sox. Let's go Mets 2020. Should we trade for Mookie Betts? You know, it's so, it's, yeah. Oh, training, are you? God, I hope I get the fantasy camp one day. Then I get this guy. The Mets. World War Three is about to break out. But let's cheer for the Mets. Sweet Christ, help us all. You have a narcissist as a president who single-handedly blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, attacks on all our countries, the NWO. Uh, the World Bank is killing the people so America can have its NWO. And you say, let's go Met Sweet Jesus Christ. So I, I went, oh, wow. I wrote, bro, no news, no politics here. Go somewhere else with that. I said, listen to you. This is what I typed. Your poor temples are going to explode. Go take a nice hike and unplug. Use half the energy that you're flipping out over right now and do something really positive for yourself. For yourself, shut your eyes, shut your, turn everything off, step out of the car, step outside, go in another room, be silent, and take 10 minutes, take 10 seconds, and go, what can I do? What can I do that, that, that life wants me to do to help another person? Whether it be a conversation, whether it be a touch, whether it be buying something for someone, whether it be just a hug, whether it be just a simple smile. What can I do to help another person or an animal or a life, anything of life? You can't take, you'd, you'd rather go, World War III's about to break out, but Richard, you're president, and I'm going to burn you down, you unsafe treatment. Now, you may feel that way, but this person is responding to this from a video that I made. Go watch the video. So, you know, I write to him, like, you know, chill out, and, you know, there's no news here, and just <laughs> take it easy. But in the past, I would have went, I would have went on and on. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I definitely, the first line I wrote was like, hey, you're, you, you sound brainwashed, take it easy, and that pissed him off. And you know what? Shame on me. I didn't need to say that. 
did not need to say that. Um, I already knew I was, I was more angry at the person at first because I, I just could not believe that this is where their head goes after making a video like that. So, but then I, I've been thinking, I, I, and I've been working really hard at it, really hard at it. I've been meditating a whole lot. I listen to that Indian flute music, and I know it sounds crazy to some of you, but I'm, I'm being dead serious. Sometimes I don't, and I, I try as much as possible, and the more I do it, the clearer things get, and the clearer I see where people come from, why they're like that, and do everything I can not to be confrontational, but yet understand where the person's coming from, whether it's good or bad. Don't try to figure out their intentions or, or do figure out their intentions. What does, what does this person really want? Just want to be heard Wants to yell at everything he's watching on TV? Because at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. You're, you're yelling at what you're seeing on TV. And, you know, then he wrote, after I said that, he went, ah, denial in a time where people bury their heads and pretend everything is fine. And so I started talking, and then I went on. I went, now at this point, I went, okay. I really want him to be better. I want this person to be better. Do I have... The capability of making this person better. What happens if I just keep shedding light on this person? What happens if I stay positive with this person no matter how pissed and angry they are? And I'm not going to lie to you. There was part of me thinking about reporting them because they sounded so hateful and vengeful towards, towards people like you and me just I don't even know if they live in the country because they said American, you American. So I'm assuming no. And as the conversation went on further, I realized it wasn't. So I took that approach. I took a step back and I went, you know what? You shouldn't have said this. You know what this person needs. Just just lure them in with kindness and love. So check this out, right? Um, I wrote, where the hell is it? I wrote something like, it sounds like you could, it sounds like you need some love. That's what I wrote. I said, it sounds like you need some love. And I hope you get to feel that love that you're looking for. And when you feel that love, I hope you get a chance to spread some of it to others. And Holy crow. It was like it was like a a, a a buffalo charging me or an elephant, a big bull elephant charging me. And then all of a sudden that elephant just stopped. Stopped in its tracks. Ears came out. <laughs> the ears came out. Just wasn't sure. Just wasn't sure. Is this thing still going to charge more? But I just stood there. Just stood there. The next thing you know, 
he starts chilling out. Now, there's, there's, there is a bunch that goes back and forth here. And I even said, I wish you and your family the very best. I want Happy New Year. Feel better. And I mean, even in between that, he's like, you know, the end of the world. And how am I going to feel about the end of the world? And blah, blah, blah. Ugh, angry, angry, angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. And then, then it went to, and when I said, uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. I run, I, it ended with me going, it sounds to me like you can really use some simple love. And I hope you get to feel true love and use that love and spread that love. And he writes back, thanks, brother. That's a big 10-4. And I wrote back, no, I truly mean it. And he writes back, I know you do. You're a good guy. And, um, and here it starts coming out. Uh, as much as I blast you about baseball while the world burns and the ball players get paid millions to keep the sheep entertained and don't get a whiff of what's really going on. I thought you might finding interesting that I'm friends. And he starts going into who he's friends with, uh, a, a certain ball player. And then, so the, I understand right there. I got it. I feel the way he feels. I do. Call me conspiracy theorist. Call me whatever. But I'm not going to get angry because I was that. But we all are in it. He says it right here. As much as these ball players get paid millions, they do. They get paid ridiculous money. Unheard of ridiculous money. And I'm not saying they deserve it or not. You're getting paid $40 million a year and there's people with mental problems roaming the street because there's not enough doctors to care for them or, or whatever. They just, there's a lot of homeless people that are quite frankly, mentally disturbed. They just need help. Circumstances are everything. There's people in prison because of the way they grew up. I can personally relate. And when that life changes on an instant, who knows? It's, it's disarray, man. Freaking boats going down, sending out calls. And everyone just keeps on rowing. Everyone just keeps rowing. It's uh, it's not fun. But I, I guess what I'm getting to is, so this, this, he was, he's angry at, at society. Why these people make millions of dollars? Why this human being who is caring for an elderly person or child care or whatever and, and the things that are so deep in life, so caring in life, so so true to life, so it's a necessity. They're almost looked down upon. They, do, they don't have that type of money. They're not paid like that. And that makes you wonder too. The more vanity, the higher the money. The more popularity, the bigger the crowd, the bigger the money. 
And I get the entertainment and all that. I mean, I get it. But I, I understand where this person's coming from. I don't want these people make a billion dollars. I'm dying. You're glorifying this and the war's going on. He's watching the news nonstop. There's something happening here. Ah, people are dying. We're going to war. Blah, 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 blah. How many times have you heard this? Hey, the measles are coming. Hey, get your measles shot. Blah, blah, blah. Don't go to Bermuda or the Bahamas because there's a, there's a gnat there to kill your baby. Holy crap. Swine flu, the bird flu, the this flu. Oh, sorry, this flu didn't work. It's a different type of strain. Need another shot. Line up. Pay it up, everybody. Story, it's nonstop. It never ends. You keep listening to the same site. It's like watching Bugs Bunny. We gotta go to war. We gotta go to war. It's going to war in Libya. Iraq's got weapons of mass. We need to go to Iran. North Korea is gonna end up. Every it's how long has this been said and done? How many times are you going to watch this program? How many times are you going to watch this program? Well, it's getting worse. It's, the only reason it's getting worse because years ago, you had to... The TV wasn't on that long. News was very short. It was most so, mostly programming. And once they figured out, they could do news all over nonstop. Wherever. Instagram, Facebook, blah, blah, wherever. And just saturate you. It's it's great fear, but it's great. It works. It works. But you see where this guy came from? The point is, this is where he came from. This is where he's so he was so he probably would have punched my face if he had the opportunity. He might even be capable of doing something worse. I truly was worried that this guy had potential of taking someone out just from reading this stuff. And I asked my wife, should I let people know? Because he sounds like someone off the handle. And she said, be careful what you do, you know. I said, I know. And I gave him some love. I gave this guy love. You can read it yourself. It's on the Facebook page. You can read the whole exchange. I know you. You're a good guy, Jimmy. As much as I blast you about baseball while the world burns and ballplayers get paid millions to keep the sheep, me and you, all of us, entertained and don't get a whiff of what's really going on. He sees it. A lot of us know it. A lot of us are petrified to even think about it. And it's a little embarrassing that you trust so much. That we, that I trust so much. You trust everything. You trust the medical industry. You trust education. You trust history. You trust everything. You trust every news outlet. You trust every journalist. You just trust it. Would you trust a stranger walking up to you and just telling some story and they walk away like, mm, I don't know about that, man. 
When you hear two people getting a divorce or something and you're only hearing one side, doesn't it rile you up and hate the other person? You really piss the other person and then you hear the other person's version, you go, oh, see now, that one left that out. That's every day, every day media. That's what this guy is upset about. But look what changed him. Look what changed him. I just threw him some simple love. He just told me everything he was angry about. He's just angry. He's frustrated. But you can't do it with anger and hate. You can be angry. I'm not not saying you can't. I'm angry. There's times when I get angry. I even started off angry with him. I went, oh, there you go, dude. You're brainwashed. And he's like, you called me brainwashed. And I went, ah, oh, that was the wrong method, stupid. That was the wrong method, brewer. And you knew that. You knew that. But when I changed gears, this guy completely turned around. That, that blows my mind. That it could be that simple. It ended with me telling him um, this baseball story about a friend that he's with. And um, it ended to the point where I'd love to sit down and talk with him. And, and, and we'd probably have a great conversation, me and this guy. And that's part of that going out. So you're not crazy. Sometimes we think things and we think we're crazy. But you know what? He thinks a lot what I think and what some of you think and a lot of you think. But we think we're crazy because we're the only ones. You're not. You're not. He's not. Being kind and nice is so simple. When you when you don't take things... I don't remember where or how, but I remember someone giving me and I will call it the gift, a gift of don't, I, and I, again, I don't know where I got this from, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I love the saying, my favorite saying, one person can change the world for the better as long as they don't give a damn. Who gets that credit? Give a damn? I had this conversation with a, with a good friend of mine. They, they wanted to change the world and help people and, and do this charity stuff. And when they started doing the charity stuff, all nonprofit or whatever, but when they started doing the charity stuff, someone was kind of thinking, hey, man, we kind of want to get the credit for that. And this person got really pissed and angry. And, was, and I went, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And the people that wanted to take it was capable of reaching so many more people and whatever. And, and this person wouldn't have got And I said, listen to me. Was your mission to change lives? Wasn't that your mission? The person said, yeah. But now you're, if you, if these, if this, who wants to use your idea takes the credit, but they're going to reach so much more let them as long as the lives are being changed for the better isn't that what matters at the end of the day even if it's just one you know what I mean 
It's really that simple. So you really got, I, I love that freaking saying. But what I was getting at was someone, somewhere I learned, don't take things so personally. Very rarely, unless you're in with a, a tight relationship, like a, a physical relationship, a, a loving relationship with, with your lover, uh, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your, your lover, um, are things truly meant to be personally. And that is, that I, my life changed immediately. If someone cut me off, I was like, are you son in the past? Are you son of a bitch? And that's it. We're on for the next half hour. You are going to see my face. I am going to get alongside your car. I am going to give you the finger. I'm going to drive recklessly. I am going to roll down the window. I may even point. I, who the hell knows how crazy I may get because of your audacity. The audacity. Of you to cut me off. Who do you think you are? You're a sick human. And guess what? You ain't getting away with it. You ain't getting away with it. The audacity. But when I heard that, I went, now wait a minute. Maybe this person is going through a lot. Maybe this person has to be somewhere quick. Maybe this person is in a life where they just don't get it. Maybe this has nothing to do with me. As long as I get to where I have to safely, as long as I get to where I have to when I get there, it doesn't matter when I get there unless I'm trying to catch a flight. Does it really matter? It just doesn't matter. And the minute a little light bulb like that hit, hit me with everything. This one's yelling at me. They're not yelling at me. They're yelling at something else. And a lot of times you represent what makes them angry. I mean, think even your own relationships at times. If my wife starts, my D will often, and listen, I'm not perfect. I'm an asshole at times for sure. Um, D will, likes to deliver her message and say, like, you know, I don't want you doing that. And I go, okay. But then she'll go on because blah, 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 blah. And I don't say, I said, I said, okay. And blah, 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 blah. And I told you, and I said, I'm not, listen to me, listen to me. You don't have to, you're making me angry now. I heard you. You have been heard. Which is why it's just, I, you've been heard. That comes from something in her childhood where she wasn't heard. Or somewhere, some long, she wasn't hurt. So it's not personally against me. It's at this moment, whatever it is, she felt she wasn't heard. Not personal. And the more that infiltrates my head, it's been a lot clearer seeing situations. People angry, people whatever, people... I, I, this is, I, I don't know if I told you guys, I tell you about that Denver years and years and years ago, um, where I was with my dad and we finished a show. I think I told you guys. And after the show, some woman passed out during the show and I asked if they were okay. And as she was going out, I started making everyone laugh going, Oh, she's not going to have fun tomorrow. And I made fun of her having the dry heaves and all this jazz and, 
I had my dad there. He's in his 80s. Next thing you know, the staff, uh, it was the Comedy Works out in Denver. This is, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And we, we go to where we got to go. And they take us to a bar, and some guy showed up with, with leather knuckles and st- had to be about 6'6". Six, six. Comes in the bar, reaches across my dad, grabs me, says, we're talking outside. Uh, my biggest fear was my father having a heart attack, because this guy clearly was on a mission to kill me. And brings me outside. I literally looked at where my head was going to land when he hit me. And that day, I don't know, you know, the whole story. But long story short, I, I, he said, I'm going to go, you know, you, that was my sister tonight. I'm going to kill you. And you don't disrespect family. You don't disrespect family. You're a family and you disrespect that. ain't right, man. You got to be dealt with. And he must have said that a million times as he's amping himself up, wanting to jack me, wanted to crush me. And... I don't know why I was so calm. I do know, but I'm not going to get into it. You're going to have to listen to past episodes. And I I said, listen, I have a sister. Let me explain to you my situation. And then you tell me if you still feel the need that you have to hit me or, or try to kill me or whatever it is you're here for. And I told him the scenario. I said, when I first, let me ask you this. Was I concerned for your sister? Was not the first thing I said. Is she okay? Yeah. And I kept asking, are you sure she's okay? Yeah, you did that. Okay. So my intent was her safety, was it not? Yeah. Okay, so so far I did not disrespect your family. Now, as they left, all eyes were watching you, judging you, staring at her, staring at you, staring at your family. Someone even shouted something else, I remember, saying, you know, get her out of here, blah, blah, blah. And I saw her. It was my job to take everyone's eyes off of you as they're wheeling you out, as you're carrying her out, and put it back on me. And was I disrespectful when I said, oh boy, she's not going to have a good day tomorrow. And this doesn't end here. This is not a good day. Would you say I was trying to disrespect her? He's like, no. So I eventually talked, you get the story, I talked him off the ledge. And it turned out that his wife was the one that was like, go there and kill him. You don't disrespect family. You don't disrespect. But all this was triggered by something not even personal. It's their own little issue that's going on in life. And the more I recognize that, the, I won't say the easier, but when I get little comments like this guy, it felt great to know that he probably feels a little better, at least for five minutes after our conversation was done on Facebook. Because it was nothing personal against me. So I don't know. I'm trying to walk the walk. Give it, give it a shot. Give it a shot sometimes. But I, I have to say, the thing that's been helping me the most is not being tapped in. Because I can only do so much. I really can I mean, what... In the big, 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 big scheme of things, if you think of life as just a pond or the ocean, I we're pebbles. We're sand. Throw it in, though. It does make a ripple. It makes a ripple. I'm a Star Wars fan. I don't know if you guys are Star Wars fans, but the new one I felt was awesome. The messages in that movie were tremendous if you're open 
to listen to him and really watch. It is amazing. George Lucas is not only brilliant, um, I'm going to go as far as he really cares about humanity. He cares about souls and he cares about humanity. When he put this together, unbelievable. So I just want to tell you, in this life, you know, there's, there was some tragedy around where I live. Very tragic, and I don't want to get into full-blown details. It's, it, it wouldn't be respectful to anyone else involved. But, you know, it's amazing to have everything in the world. It's amazing to have the most money in the world. The most popular person in the world. King of your town, the king of your block. I'm guaranteeing you, you have to listen to me. If you are not morally grounded in your life, meaning you know how to fill your soul up or you know how to feel good about yourself, so you can guide others, you're going to make tremendous mistakes, but you know what is right and you know what is wrong. We know what's right and we know what's wrong. I don't care what anyone says. Someone brought me a sign uh, last week at the Atlantic City show. I said, don't be a dick. And I just laughed. And I went, you know, at the end of the day, this comes down to, you know what being a dick is. You make conscious decisions. But I'm telling you, think of people that lost their lives, took their lives. Were they homeless? Were they poor? Were they... But you lie them weren't. Think of the people that have overdosed on drugs. Were they homeless? Were they, were they losers? Were they dropouts? Were they... I bet you a lot of them weren't. Think of someone you left that has a lot of money. A lot. I know a lot of people with, I'm not going to lie to you, there's times where like, damn, give it to me for a week. A week. A day. Give me one day. I'll crush the day. Crush it. And how many of them are unhappy? Because family is broken, or they're alone, or they have something going on in their life, or whatever it is. They, they, they didn't have a good upbringing. They don't have stability. They don't have morals. They're not grounded. They're not grounded. They're chasing something that's not a reality. Vanity is not a reality. Ego is not a reality. It will never nourish you, ever. Think of the things that make you feel so damn good inside. When you're staring at your baby. When you're in love. When you help someone. I can honestly say, in my lifetime... 
There's so many times where all I want to do is help someone, whether it be a long-term, short-term. And when you see, when you see those people starting to prosper, there is no better feeling in the world. I don't care what you say. There's no better feeling in the world. Money's awesome, but if you ain't grounded, you don't have your morals, I'm telling you, you don't have jack squat. Jack squat. Jack squat. All you need is Good night to you all, and God bless you.